and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast in which we talk about every episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation. And if you want to follow along, every episode is on YouTube. It's a good time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 18, Relax. And Kelsey, why don't you read us the YouTube summary? Sure thing. It is... Liberty is furious she didn't receive a spot in the girls' hockey team. Unable to get over the rejection, Liberty pours all her energy into being a ruthless team manager. Terry freaks out when she reads Paige's palm and finds Paige has no lifeline. So, okay. So, they hit the highlights, kind of, but they didn't understand, like, what made Liberty do that. Because she's not mad about not making the team. Like, I mean, she's not, like, super jazzed about it. But she's not, like, furious and it made her, like, a like furious team leader it's it's just that she is like a she loves power she's just overcorrecting. she didn't make the team but she got like the shitty consolation prize of being team manager so she's like you know what god damn it i'm gonna be the best team manager that lives and i'm gonna make them be good even though i'm not because she's fucking liberty but yeah, I think that was pretty dead on. It was at least better than the last episode's YouTube summary. But the song, as I'm sure most of you know, Relax by Frankie Goes to Hollywood, came out in 1984. Um, I'm pretty sure it became like kind of a phenomenon. Like People wore t-shirts that said Frankie Says Relax. It was a whole thing. And if you've seen Zoolander, you know this song. It's a fine song. Yeah, you know, I mean, Zoolander now is the reason, like, it's it's the only thing I think of, like, and I, you know, I feel like we all kind of knew the song before that, it's a very famous, popular song, but yeah, no, Zoolander kind of, like, ruined it for me, I mean, it's not like I'm, like, going out listening to Frankie Goes to Hollywood, like, in my spare time, but, you yeah, know, now it's just forever, like, connected with, like, Mugatu. Yeah, and brainwashing. <laughs> anyway... So the episode starts out with the girls like trying out for the floor hockey team, which is so fucking Canadian that I can't really relate to that sport in any way. But they're trying out and Miss Hatsalakas is like, okay, good job, everyone. Not everyone made the team, but I'll post the results tomorrow. Thanks, everyone. And then she pulls Liberty like aside after and is like, Girl, you didn't make the team, but I'm going to make you team manager. <laughs> I mean, I thought that Miss H was really, I liked her at the beginning of this episode and at the end. In the middle, I was very like, I don't know. But I mean, I like that she knew how important this was to Liberty and she didn't want her to just find out with all the other girls by looking at the thing. She was like, you know, you did good today, but you're just not, you didn't score. Like, you can't be on this team. But it, I thought it was very smart. Like, I think that Miss H, out of all the teachers, like, I think she's really starting to find her place there. And she's really, like, getting to know these kids. And she kind of has an understanding of what they're like. Like, she, she's not, like, expecting them to be better than they are. She just, she's like, no, I feel like I know you as a person. And, like, I, I know, like, just the way to, like, make this work for you. Like, she's just a very sensitive, empathetic person. And I like that. Yeah, I think she definitely handled the situation very gracefully and knew to 
knew how much Liberty still cared about the team and that she wanted to keep her on it in some way. But I mean, I feel like that would still it like Liberty seems pretty excited about it at first, but there's also kind of like a sad look on her face just before the credits roll. Because I feel like it's kind of like a shitty constellation to be like, you didn't make the team, but we're going to make you team manager. So you get to watch the rest of the team be on the team while you like help out a little bit. Yeah, but it's also something that like Liberty would be into. Like she would be a person who'd be like, you know, she's she's a power tripper. She's into it. So I can see how that can, like, also work for her. She still wants to be involved, even though it is, like, a shitty consolation prize. It's like, cool, do laundry. Yeah. Anyway, maybe I'm, like, relating too hard because I have been, I have tried out for sports and not made it before, and that's always shitty. But I didn't get to be team manager. (laughs) Anyway, so then the credits roll, and then we see all the other girls seeing who made the team, and... They Kendra and Emma like sprayed Manny with silly string for making it. And Emma's wearing that awful, 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 awful hat. And maybe we can get into fashion points now. Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't have a ton of fashion notes. I thought Liberty's shirt with a hood, it was very yellow at the beginning. I thought that was a weird choice. Like, I know that they're all like matchy. Um, but she would like, that's like a sweaty outfit to be wearing. (laughs) Like you don't want to exercise in a hooded anything. That's confusing to me. Terry's cornrows are back and I'm conflicted about them. I am not conflicted. They're (laughs) terrible. Terry, stop it. You do not have hair for that. Um, I really am feeling, uh, Paige's makeup look. It's just very like nice and subtle and it's like it's just a good look for her like she has like a little bit of bronzer it's a good thing i also kind of liked her pink denim jacket at the end like not everyone can pull that off but Paige can because obviously oh and terry's wearing like this really long skirt with her gray gross sweatshirt at one point and it just looked like too constricting and long for her but i also it's summer right now and just anything that that long makes me uncomfortable just watching somebody wear it liberty's cape is dumb as hell (laughs) and i like a cape too i'm like i'm very pro cape and her cape is stupid and also i'm not crazy about her like her jersey designs are fine whatever but i really hated um her team manager jersey that the team manager like was like the the font and the color didn't match the rest of the jersey. It seems so like haphazardly sewn on that I'm like, oh, I hate this. It doesn't like feel right. Also, when she's wearing her cape, she's wearing her like farmer outfit underneath <laughs> it too. I hate her outfit. <laughs> Terry's wearing that rugby shirt again, but that's based. That's all I got. I have one more thing. So on the like whoever made it and didn't make it sign up sheet thing, there. Like, two of the names aren't bold, and the rest of them are bold, and I thought that was confusing and, like, an odd choice. And, like, it's probably, like, meant to be, like, the ones that aren't in bold are alternates or something. But it, it, I just, it drove me, it was really annoying to me. I definitely did not pay attention to the physical list, so I I can't really comment that much on it. (laughs) It just bothered me. I, I understand. Um, it's not, it was not an aesthetically pleasing <laughs> list. Nope. Um, so then they're in class and I honestly 
can't really remember what else happened in class, but Liberty was talking to some teacher we had never seen before, and he was kind of like a cute older like man teacher. I literally wrote, who is that teacher he is dreamy? Because he is, and I feel like he is a villain eventually or something. Or maybe he doesn't show up again. Maybe he's on a different show and he's skeezy. I feel like he's skeezy on something. But in but I was just like, oh, hello. I honestly do not remember. We don't. I don't even think we learned his name. He's just talking with Liberty and she's like, thanks, sir. And I think I don't even remember what happens in that scene. I think Liberty maybe talks about being team manager or something. Yeah. And then we hop over to the grade nines and Terry is reading people's palms because she's messing with the oracle oracle again. And Ashley's like, be careful. It deserves respect. I can't believe you're doing this again. Which I kind of agree with. But I also believe in those things. So it's the one thing that Ashley and I are like kind of on the same page about. Although I do like kind of like I, I would let Terry read my palm. But she's clearly not good at it because she doesn't know that you're supposed to read the palm of like the hand that they write with. So she's like reading Paige's left palm and she's like, you have no lifeline. Except she doesn't say it. Instead, she like weirdly panics and Paige is like, hello, like, why won't you just tell me what's going on? And then Coach Armstrong is like, Paige, detention, which seems a little harsh and like quick to punish. Yeah, like clearly he had like just come into the room. Class was just about to start and she was like, Terry, what's happening? He's like, hey, Paige, you have detention now for speaking. And you're like, okay, that was jumping a little bit. But whatever. She won't read Paige's palm or she reads Paige's palm and sees that she doesn't have a lifeline. It's like, it's fine. You're you have a lifeline. It's cool. It's fine. You're fine. And then later, Hazel confronts um, Terry outside and is like, you've been avoiding me all day. She's like, not you. Paige, she doesn't have a lifeline. She's going to die. Which is a little fucking dramatic. I wrote Terry equals Professor Trelawney <laughs> because, yeah, she is. She's just like, she's being so dramatic this whole episode, which I'm really enjoying, actually. She is over dramatic this episode. Um, but. Then we hop to Liberty's like doing the team laundry and Mr. Armstrong comes in and she's like, why don't, why doesn't the girls hockey team have like good jerseys? These are gross and ratty. And he's like, well, we didn't budget for a girls hockey team this year. Uh, Finances are tight. And she's like, well, did you know 80% of the budget goes to boys sports? And he's like, well, there are more boys teams and uh, she's like, and then she's just trying to figure out a way to like get more funding for the hockey team and like settles on a sponsorship. And she approaches. Oh, also, I just after all the weird like after the rumors and reputations episode, I feel like they shouldn't be alone in a room together because that like does not send an awesome message. I was like, as soon as they were alone in that room, I was like, oh, this is not great. Um. So, but whatever, I guess that's fine. Um, so she approaches Joey, who's adorable. I just, why do I like him so much? I don't understand it. Whatever. She approaches Joey, who's very cute. And he's like, well, I'm already sponsoring the boys team. I can't really afford to sponsor both teams, which is valid. Like, it, I'm sure that it's not cheap. I don't think it's like crazy expensive, but I'm pro- it's probably like $500 at least to buy like all those jerseys. Um, and she's like, 
She's like, well, but please, we need it more than they do. And he like talks about them like being a winning team because first of all, he calls it. He says, well, the Panthers are going to win this year. Like they aren't all the Panthers. <laughs> they're they're all part of Degrassi. Every single team is the Panthers. It's just the Panthers. What he needs to be like the basketball team one. But also, why does he care about sponsoring a winning team? They're children. I have no idea. Maybe it's because if they win, they'll like go to more championships and there'll be more like promotion for his business that will be on their jerseys. So that's the only thing I can think of. But I'm also kind of like, it makes sense that Joey would sponsor the basketball team because all of his stepson's friends are on that team. I How does Liberty even know Joey? Like, does she know him at all? Maybe she knows him like as a local business owner. Although, I mean, he's like, best friends with Emma's mom and stepdad. So it makes just as much sense for him to sponsor Emma's team. She's closer to him as a daughter type figure than Craig's friends are as like surrogate sons. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think she's just approaching him as like a business owner. I have, Another logistical question about the sports teams. So I'd like to have your opinion because it's like, I feel like they should, they're all in ninth grade and eighth grade and it's now technically high school. So shouldn't they like be on JV? Like, I don't know a ton about sports, but why are these dudes the captains of the team? Is this a JV team? And they're just not telling us. Like, I know that we don't see any upperclassmen, but the upperclassmen should be like the stars of the basketball team. Not ninth grade Jimmy Brooks. That is very valid. Um, my school did have freshman teams, like freshman only teams for all of the sports, which you still had to try out for. But it was like, if you weren't good enough to make JV as a freshman, you would like make the freshman team. And then JV was like freshman and sophomore and uh, varsity was junior, senior. Unless you were, like, really good. You could, like, always go up. But if you, like, pass a certain age, you couldn't go back down. So I would guess it's either, like, a freshman team or a JV team. And I don't think it's unheard of to have, like, I well, I don't know. That whole basketball team was, like, all of grade nine. So I'm just going to go out of limb and be like, it was a freshman team. And maybe – Fresh, maybe all the varsity and JV teams already have enough funding because they're like more established. I don't know. I don't either. I just feel like they should be more clear. But also, it's a television show. So who gives a shit? <laughs> I also would like to point out, so Joey doesn't want to, he doesn't know who to sponsor. And then they come up with this plan to have like a boys versus girls hockey game to determine the winner uh, and to determine who like will get sponsored by Joey. I also want to point out this entire episode is ruined if you watch the fucking theme song. Oh, yeah, that's true. I, that didn't even occur to me. He does hold up their jersey. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, like, with Kendra. With the team, yeah. But anyway... Just wanted to point that out. So that they finally makes sense to me. I've been wondering about that for so long. Like, why is he there doing that? Now I get it because I forgot this episode happened. Yeah. So they set up this game 
And Liberty and the team are like asking Mrs. H to like oversee and to help them out. And she's like, I have enough on my plate to like preparing you for an actual competition. Like, I don't have time for this. And I don't really know why she isn't being so helpful to get like a sponsorship for her team. Yeah, she's really like harshing on everyone's mellow. And it's very upset. I'm like, Miss H, you've been like really good this whole time. And all of a sudden you're like, I'm too busy for this important thing that I also committed to. She's like, I don't have time to do school and then also prepare you. Like, like surely preparing them to beat the boys is the same as preparing them to beat other teams. I don't feel, I feel like it's not a different system. I, I don't think so either. It's like, oh, it's like, it would be the same if like you signed up for a tournament or something that like was not a part of the league. I don't know. Whatever. She decides not to help. So then Liberty like sees us as an opportunity to power trip the fuck out of the situation Mm -hmm. and is like, girls, I'm going to help whip you into shape so we can get the sponsorship. And she like channels Napoleon. She like drops a fat book down and wants them to read it to like prepare. And then she comes in wearing her Napoleon cape and is just like being an asshole to everybody. It's very, I mean, I mean, she she keeps talking about Napoleon and like channeling Napoleon and she wears the cape, but it's also very like Sun Tzu, like art of war type of shit. Like, I feel like she also could have very much gone in that way. Like, it's kind of the same. She's just, it's very intense. It's a little much. Um, But I feel like Liberty just gets carried away. Like, she's a passionate person and she's also a power hungry person, like big time. So she just gets carried away. It's a lot. Um, but yeah, Miss H, I don't understand this. Um, and meanwhile, Paige and Hazel are in the media immersion lab and they're looking at palm reading online. Um, I really love how much they're incorporating the web. Um, so they're looking at palm reading online and they're like, well, here's the problem. She read your left palm, but you're right handed. And she's like, see, she's like, oh, I totally have a lifeline on the other one, which is like, Really, that's what made you decide you don't believe Terry. That was it. That that was all it took to convince you that you're not going to die. Not the fact that your like dumb friend read your palm and was like, "You're going to die." Also, Terry believes so much that she's going to die. They're like, "Let's fuck with her," which is like fine for a minute. But I think the page starts to feel bad when it starts like genuinely affecting Terry like I I don't know I think that like at certain points she feels bad and at other points she's just being a bitch about it I think uh, she and Hazel like egg each other on a lot yeah because yeah because so Hazel just or not Hazel Terry just starts doing all these favors for Paige and eventually Paige is like will you do my book report for me and then the next day she comes in she's like I just sent you your book report I didn't have time to do mine but it's just 10 percent of my grade and Paige is like, oh, my God, are you sure? And she's like, yeah, it's fine. And then and it seems like she's about to feel bad. But then she turns to Hazel and is like, this is so much fun or like doing or dying has never been so much fun. And they like giggle. And then Ashley overhears and is like, something's up. And it's like, oh, that's not great on you, Paige. Paige often makes questionable choices. Um, She's not always a good person. Also, Terry has this huge zit on her face that's like crazy and super gross. Um, Which is also Paige's fault because she stressed her out so much with her book report and with the fact that she's maybe going to die. So, you know, it's fine. Um, 
it's a whole thing. Uh, oh, and also just, I just wanted to remind the world at large that Spinner is a garbage person because when they're doing the girls versus boys thing, he's like, he just makes a lot of weird sexist comments. I'm like, you're just terrible. Yeah, it's not great. Um, so they start to do their hockey game and which I'm also like, why, like, how is the boys basketball team better at hockey than the girls hockey team? Maybe it's because it's Canada and everyone just like grows up playing hockey. But I found that kind of strange that the girls weren't doing at least a little bit better against them at first. But like they start playing and it's like four to one. The boys are winning and Liberty's being annoying. And Manny gets knocked down by Spinner and gets hurt. And they get into this blow up fight where Liberty's like, trying to like make everyone keep playing even though Manny's hurt and they don't want to do it anymore because she's been a nightmare all day long or all however long they've been planning for this thing and then all the girls like walk off and like go to the change room or like fuck this we're not doing this we're not winning this way and I mean Jimmy's actually sweet for like a minute he's like he asked Manny if she's okay and it's like you don't know this girl or care about her but it's nice that you like asked you because he seems like genuinely concerned and Joey is adorable as a ref and he's wearing a dumb hat because that's like his whole deal is like he wears dumb hats um yeah I mean I, I think that the boys are beating them because Liberty has them all frazzled and fucked up so I, I think it's just kind of affecting their game because they did play like an entire half with her as their like fearless leader. And I'm sure that that fucked them up a lot, you know, plus at that age, the boys are just so much bigger than they are. Um, But that just might be my like internalized sexism or something where I'm like, they're bigger, right? Um, So who knows? But yeah, I don't know. It's like, eh. But yeah, so Liberty like is real shitty about it and she's like she's just she goes like straight from like a little overbearing to full blown tyrant like play through your injury. Also, she says something rude about the alternates like she's like she's like those girls are alternates for a reason and I'm like, you know, you're being real shady to those alternates for someone who didn't even make the team. <laughs> yeah, she's awful and then she eventually goes into the room or into the change room and is like, guys, don't let me affect you. Um, you can't let them win. I'll sit out. And they like kind of have a little talk about it. And all the girls go back out. But then Liberty stays inside the locker room. And Mrs. H comes by and they have like a little chat about not pushing people too hard and like figuring out how to be a good leader. And then the next day we learned that the girls didn't win, but they only lost by one point. Um, but because it was such a great battle of the sexes, according to Joey Jeremiah, he decided to sponsor both of the teams and they have their jerseys and they give Liberty one that says team manager and it's adorable. It's a very sweet moment. That font is terrible and the color is wrong and it drives me nuts. But it was very nice of Joey to decide to sponsor both of them. So, I mean, I think I would have preferred the storyline if he had just decided to sponsor the girls' team instead of being like, I'll do both. Like, but you weren't going to do both before. You were still, you're still choosing the boys. Uh, it just it bothers me a little. Um, but I'm not going to dwell on it. It's fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, so 
Paige and Hazel are still fucking with Terry. But Ashley is like, Terry, we got to talk. I have some news. You're going to want to kill someone who you already think is dying, <laughs> which is a little funny. And like, good for you, Ashley. That was that was a cute joke. Um, So they come. So they like hatch a plan. They have a little scheme. Um, and they're doing some really shitty Ouija boarding. Like, it's not good. Like, first of all, Terry does this weird thing where she, like, thinks that only two people can, like, be on the thing. Where, and it's, like, it's a three-sided, like, it's a triangle. Like, everyone can be a part of it. Like, the more the better. Because, you know, whatever. Um, and she keeps saying that they're communicating with, with the Oracle, which is, like, not really a thing. Um, and Ouija boards, it's like you're communicating with the dead. You're communicating with spirits. You're not communicating with, like, some sort of weird, like, crystal ball goddess type thing <laughs> that you've, like, created in your brain. Like, no, you're supposed to be talking to dead people. Like, that's what's happening. I don't know. I just, I, like, I'm getting caught up in logistics. But it's, like, not the, it's not good. Like, it's not, like, the right way to Ouija board. They are 13 year olds but okay <laughs> she's claiming to be an expert yeah well i think at this point we should know that terry is so not an expert in any of this because the last time they messed with the oracle it like blew up and well it didn't really blow up in their face but it wasn't great um but anyway she uses the ouija board to let Paige know that oh i know that you're fucking with me and then Paige like runs away and terry like runs after her and she's like i'm gonna get you i'm like what the fuck are you even going to do but whatever that's how that ends like she Paige gets found out and terry's mad and like stands up to her about it i guess i don't know that's like basically the whole episode yeah i mean it was it was a filler episode for sure it wasn't as fun as the last one but it was cute it was fine it was a little boring but we made it through together. So we're going to read a fun comment from the YouTube. Okay, so we found one that we found quite humorous by someone called Pig Girl on YouTube. And she just says, freaking Liberty dressed like a minion, which is fair. Her farmer outfit does look like a minion outfit. It's bonkers. It's a lot. It's just, it's a lot. But that was really funny. That made us both laugh out loud. Um, So who is your spirit squad captain? Because, I mean, there's like an obvious captain, but she's not my spirit squad captain. I think I'm going to go with Ashley just because I'm like, I don't really care about the hockey storyline that much. And I was, it was. Ashley, like, <laughs> saw through Paige's lies and helped Terry out. Um, I don't know. I don't... There aren't that many great contenders in this episode. I get that. I'd agree with that. Uh, I think mine is Kendra. She, like, literally led the team. She, you know, she stood up to Liberty. And, I mean, she could have been gentler about it. Um, so maybe it's, like, a Kendra-Emma combo but I'm going to just go with Kendra because she was like, she stood up for like her teammates and she was like, Liberty, you're being a tyrant. Fuck you forever, basically. So, yeah, Kendra, uh, do you have a ship of the episode? Can I can I ship just like a friendship or like a any sort of relationship? Because uh, then I'm going to ship. um Ms. H and Liberty as like mentor and mentee buddies, I guess. 
Yeah, I think that works. Um, yeah, I guess I'll go with the same because I literally can't think of anything else. Like, I would, I'm actually curious about, like, how, how this hockey game was for Sean and Emma because they were playing against each other. Like, what was that dynamic? He didn't seem very sympathetic to their cause. Like, I don't know. But, yeah. Moral? Um... I mean, don't push too hard. Just, uh, basically, Ms. Hatsalaka's whole speech is the moral. Just don't push too hard. Like, understand people's limits. And when you, and also, Emma said something that was like kind of like the moral of the episode. It's like, you know, like, like a coach has to support the team. So, like, support your team or your friends or whoever. Don't just like bark orders at them and tell them what to do. Be like a supportive person. Also, in the, Ouija board palm reading storyline. Don't take advantage of people for your to like to make your situation better or to like don't take advantage of people. Yeah. All right. I think we're good. This episode was very fillery. Um, but you can if you want to tweet us anything, you can tweet at us at Degrassi Pod. Um, we're on Tumblr, whatever it takes podcast.tumblr.com. And if you have any questions or if you want to point out anything that we missed or if you want to send us your fan fiction, you can email us at whatever it takes podcast.gmail.com. And we're on SoundCloud, we're on iTunes. And if you're on iTunes, rate, review, subscribe, anything to help the show out. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at CalSucks with a Z at the end. And Holland, what do you want to recommend as a thing? Do you want me to go first? Okay, so I can't stop playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> I've got nothing else to add to that. I'm sure you're playing it too. It's taking over my life. It's very dumb and it's killing my battery and I love it. I'm going to recommend a podcast called Song Exploder. And it's a podcast that kind of like breaks down how a song was recorded. They like interview the artists and like kind of talk about each component of the song and what like makes up the whole thing. And then at the end, they play the whole thing. It's pretty interesting. And I recommend it. All right. That's it for us. Uh, thanks, everyone. Come back in a few days when we'll be here talking about episode 19. Bye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.